We all believe we'd run into the burning building. But until we feel that heat, we can never know. You do. You chose to die instead of giving up your colleagues. That test you passed? Not everybody does. Welcome to the afterlife. To do what I do, I need some idea of the threat we face. As I understand it, we're trying to prevent World War III. Nuclear holocaust? No. Something worse. All I have for you is a word. Tell it. It'll open the right doors. Some of the wrong ones, too. Start looking at the world in a new way. And try to understand it. Feel it. It all happened here. Hasn't happened yet. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we will finally be reviewing Christopher Nolan's Tenant. There is a lot to talk about, a lot to get to get through with this movie, but I'm very excited to have some special guests for today's show. First things first, from the Cinemania Live show, we have Hannah. Hannah, how are you? Hi, I'm good. I'm ready to fight to the death for this movie. I'm nervous. <laughs> we already worked like 30 minutes before we got on the air, so I mean, listen, we got more more to say. Uh, we are also joined from the Box Office Beatdown show and the Cinemini World team. We have Larry. Larry, how are you? I am good. Already been going back and forth with Miss Hannah today. So now we just do it on air. <laughs> and lastly, we are joined by a very special guest new to the podcast. We have Patrick Burrow from the Patrick Burrow YouTube channel. How are you? Yeah, I'm not doing too bad. It's 6.20 a.m. I've woken up and I'm here to discuss some tenant with you guys. And I joined in at the right moment to listen to you guys arguing about the film where I'm just right in the middle of the conflict. So my day is starting off brilliantly. I feel so bad. I saw you. I saw you like click in, and I said, "Whoops, we are ranting really hard <laughs> right now." Saying a good look, but uh, welcome to the welcome to our uh, podcast and the and the review today. I'm very excited to get into the movie. Uh, all right, all right, guys, we're going to talk about Tenet, the movie that was the 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 talk of the summer. Christopher Nolan's Tenet, starring John David Washington, Elizabeth Debicki, um, Kenneth Branagh, and Robert Pattinson. Uh, for a bio, no clue, no idea. Sorry, I have no idea what this movie is about. But we're gonna get into today's review. I'm really excited. I'll go around and get everyone's thoughts before I chime in, and I'll start off with. I don't want a positive, so I ain't gonna start with him. I'll start with Larry. Larry, what's your thoughts on the movie? <laughs> um, 
I uh, coming out of it, I was on the well, that was good level. I was underwhelmed, but thought it was good. But the more I've kind of sat on it, even as I was literally recording my video review, I started to lean towards eh, the negatives. It may be my least favorite Nolan film to date. So there's that. Oh, wow. wow. Least favorite. Okay. Uh, we will go, let's mix it up here. We'll go to Hannah. Hannah, what about you? What are your thoughts on Tenet? Okay, so I said a statement last night that I think it might be my favorite, Nolan. Um, and I'm still I'm still unsure. But it's up there for sure. Because I don't know if you guys know, but if a movie's messy and long, I will probably <laughs> love it. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> I will fully acknowledge that there is issues and that it's very messy. It's incomparable. I love it. For review. How many times I've heard that statement for reviews when 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 Hannah's are when Hannah is a part of like uh, movie <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because um, listen, I hate, when I, I hate when like loving a movie and then like people being like, oh well, you just like refuse to like see the negatives and like so that with chapter two I heard it all fucking day. Um, but no, I understand, I get it, I do, but like I love it. <laughs> well, that's something. So I, I I did a tweet today about um, people shitting on others. Like, okay, so. I, I'm i going to get my thoughts in a moment, but I'm very in the middle. Now, I have every right to go on Twitter and say how the movie has this and that, and Hannah has every right to go on Twitter and whoever else loved it um, to say that, that, that they love this movie, the best Nolan film, globe trotting or whatever, you know? Um, so I, I, I'm completely against people who are like, oh, fuck you for not... Blah, 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 liking the movie or disliking the movie. That's just really, really ridiculous. Uh, one, part of the reasons why I started this podcast and part of the reasons why I'm so happy with everyone involved in the in the team is because we all have different ideologies and different views on movies and we're able to talk about it and still be like the best of friends at the end of the day. Like none of us have gotten into like legit heated, I mean, Hannah and I be going at it sometimes, but <laughs> we don't really, we're not going to like, okay, well, I'm done with you after talking about a movie together. Like you sh if y'all could see the group chat, it's ridiculous, but um, I love all these guys and I love everyone's views on movies. And I'm very excited to have these conversations because they like everyone's opinions matter. So that being said, let's go lastly, um, Oh my God, am I the last one? Or is Patrick? Okay, let's go to Patrick. Patrick, uh, what are your thoughts on Tenet? My thoughts on Tenet, uh, I've seen the movie three times already, and that's because I was lucky enough to see it at a very early screening back on the 22nd of August, and I got to see it the exact day after. With every single viewing, I've had a different opinion. The first time I saw the movie, I loved it. I thought it was a phenomenal movie that I just couldn't get enough of, although it fried my brain afterwards in the drive home. My brain hurt thinking about it. But... Upon second viewing, I started to notice more issues and it just started to go down in regards to the grade I did initially give it. It went down like two or so grades. And then upon my third viewing, fully coming full circle with, you know, the story, the narrative, everything finally falling into place with my understanding and looking a little deeper, I gained a bigger appreciation for the movie while still acknowledging the issue. So just like Dwayne, I'm right in the middle of how I feel about the movie. I don't love it. I don't hate it. I don't by any means think it's Nolan's best. I don't by any means think it's Nolan's worst. As it is, I'm one of those people who's not really a big fan of Nolan's work in the past as it is. I'm one of those people who doesn't like the Dark Knight trilogy, so I just want to get that out of the way. Um, oh, wow. 
Interesting. But there are certain Dwayne, things... don't pretend like you weren't just shitting on Batman Begins. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't say the whole trilogy. Are you kidding me? Batman <laughs> <laughs> Begins, Begins is like not that great. Um, Batman Begins bangs so hard. Batman Begins no, bores the be. fuck out of me. I've fallen asleep so many times. Oh no, my lord! <laughs> that, that, that movie's put me to sleep more That's times exactly than I can count. I feel On this one, I'm with you, Hannah. Oh, no. Are you betraying me, Larry? Wow, yes. I feel so betrayed. <laughs> That's how you know the world is ending when me and Larry agree. <laughs> uh, Hannah, it's Larry and I. Thank you. <laughs> um, um, but no, I'm right in the middle, Lieutenant. I don't love it. I don't hate it, but I have an appreciation for what Nolan at least attempted to craft with its law. Um. Okay, it's my turn. I think it is. All right. I don't know. There's so, someone else here. <laughs> I okay. So I went into the movie really, really excited. Well, honestly, going into like yesterday, I was really excited. But go, but the weeks of like leading up to the movie, I wasn't just because like I was so tired of hearing about Tenant, and I was like, dude, like can we get this movie on and stuff like that. But it was great. I was very, very pumped. By the time I got into the theater and sat down okay. for the movie, uh, it started. So it starts <clears throat> kind of. How I didn't expect it. I didn't expect it to start the way it did, and it kind of already showed you that scene. If you if you if you did the IMAX kind of um, yeah, I was about to say, Dwayne, what are you talking about? They literally showed us the start of the movie. <laughs> yeah, which, I was which, which I just wasn't expecting because I didn't see the prologue, and I thought, oh like, yeah, so I was I saw, um, like, in the trailer. I was like, oh, this is like end of the movie, third act, big spectacle. Right. I didn't know what to expect. I avoided all trailers. I avoided yeah. all well, trailers and of, everything, so I went in blind. Speaking of that, um, I actually so I I watched the first. Everyone's seen the first trailer. Well, most people have seen the first trailer. That's the only one I watched going into the movie. If you haven't seen the trailers yet, I'd recommend not watching the last two. Just especially that that, that final one with that amazing Travis Scott song. It, it shows a lot. So uh, I do think that the first trailer shows enough for you to be excited. So I recommend not watching the trailers, but I was excited to go into the movie. It started. And then by the, I think by the hour and a half in, I was like, dude, I don't know what is going on here. So I, everyone is kind of talking about the sound mixing. And uh, for me, we saw it in IMAX. So I didn't have that issue that much. And we sat right next to the speaker. So my eardrums, was tough at the end of the movie um, with all the kind of all the ringing and stuff like that. But that was, it reminded me of Blade, uh, Blade Runner 2049 and seeing that in IMAX as well. So uh, I, all the technical stuff for me works really well. Like it's shot well, of course it's Nolan. The score was fucking amazing. Like I love that score. I need it. I need the actual record of that score. Like immediately the score was great. Acting was all great. Um, a lot of people were getting on like characters and whatnot. I'm someone who was like, what you know whatever i wasn't expecting a lot of character development in the movie anyway but i guess where i kind of see fault is uh, the story is uh, it's the movie is very messy and, and for me for nolan I, I wouldn't expect a messy kind of movie from him and this this is it's like it's just stuff and stuff and stuff and stuff and don't think about it just feel it stuff 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 and i i'm not i don't vibe with that at all i also don't vibe with the notion of not understanding a movie on first watch because like i think larry tweeted earlier about 
rewatching the what, what, what did your tweet say earlier, Larry, about rewatching movie but not having the motivation to rewatch that movie? Yeah, the, that, that, that's how I felt. <laughs> yeah, if, if your like, movie requires a second viewing, you better hope it's intriguing and good enough that it's a banger, right? That people so, want to watch it again. That's how I felt coming out of it. I was like, dude, I don't want to see this again for a while. Like, I that's all how I honestly felt. I wasn't like someone who's like, oh, I need another rewatch to to confirm this and that. But I I didn't have any any actual need to rewatch the movie. Now saying that, and me coming out of the movie last night and then reacting to it today, Twitter is ablaze with this movie. I'm loving every second of it. Everyone's crazy and stuff. But I feel like now, like right now in this moment my feelings toward the movies kind of shifted. And I guess watching the trailers again all day and, and listening to that song, I do want to watch it again. Uh, but, you know, so I, I'm, I'm with Patrick. I'm in the middle of them. I'm in the middle with it. I liked all the act, all the action set pieces are great. Um, I, I much more enjoyed these action set pieces than let's say Dunkirk. Um, Cause Dunkirk just felt like one just B roll of, of action set pieces that I quite didn't really like quite enjoy that much. But this one, I had a really good time with all of that. I love the third act. I love the way it starts stuff in the middle is a little, eh, some of the other stuff that they do with Elizabeth Debicki and, and Kenneth Branagh. I'm like, I don't need this, but I thought it was, I thought it was fine. Uh, uh, Hand, do you have any other thoughts? As far as um, some of the stuff that worked in the movie, was there anything that you can admit that didn't work? Oh, um, yeah. Well, I. Oh, are you talking to me? Yeah, go ahead, Hannah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, well, yeah, I said that a million times that I still don't understand the movie. And throughout the entire thing, I didn't understand, like, anything that was going on. And, like, at the end of the first act, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to not even try and understand it at this point. And I just, like, let myself just kind of take in everything. Uh, because I was kind of getting distracted, like, trying to, like, put pieces together in my head um, of, like, where things were, like, going and what happened beforehand, um, trying to make sense of it. And I kept, like, forgetting stuff and, like, getting confused. Oh, for the first hour, I wasn't having, like, a great time. But, like, after that, like, I had a blast because I was like, you know what? I'm just going to enjoy it. And that's exactly what I did. Um, so, yeah, I really loved all the action. Uh, Nolan definitely – I feel like Nolan made this movie just so then people would stop saying, like, that he doesn't know how to direct action. Um, <laughs> agreed. Agreed. I, I can't – that action – some of the action sequ- uh, sequences are really good. Yeah. yeah, I loved every single action sequence. And, yeah, I don't know. There's – something about the movie is just so exciting to me. Um, it might just be like the like gimmick of like time and shit like that. Cause you know, we all know that Nolan is obsessed with time. Um, but I, I, I definitely need a second viewing, um, because once again, I still don't understand a lot of it. Uh, <laughs> but I loved all the characters. Like, I know a lot of people are like, oh, they're super shallow. And I get that. I do. Um, but like, I don't think that they're supposed to be super like deep or like we're supposed to like, you know, like they're like pieces of the puzzle that you know get us through like the story and move us through like action sequences that's what it felt like to me it felt like every other action film like characters in every other action film i've ever seen but is john david washington and robert pattinson and they have a ton of charisma and chemistry so you know it was okay with me mm-hmm. patrick you had so you had some words really quick before hannah started uh yeah when you mentioned the sound mixing uh i just wanted to touch on that really quickly because nolan ever since the dark knight rises came out even with movies like dunkirk and interstellar has done an interesting thing where dialogue i know it's a big thing that a lot of people are complaining about how they didn't hear the dialogue a lot of the time and they missed very important parts due to you know the sound mixing being off one thing that he's done since the dark knight rises it seems 
because I did rewatch Nolan's films before I saw Tenet last week. Um, he tends to put character dialogue at the bottom of the mix and then the music and the actual sound effects mixing above the dialogue. And I think with Tenet, to a certain extent, that does work in one way, but also doesn't work in another. Because one thing that I find very lazy in movie scripts and screenplays is when the movie directly tells a character, but more or less speaking to the audience, saying, don't try to understand the movie, which this movie does directly in one scene very, very early on in the film from the girl who played uh, Fleur Delacour from Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Um and I just find that very lazy writing being like, hey, it's almost as if I don't understand what I'm writing, so don't try and understand it because even <laughs> I don't understand. When clearly Nolan does understand what he's writing, but that's just how it might come across to some people, especially when you leave the theatre. Right. You will not understand the entire movie on first viewing and will need multiple rewatches to understand a lot of stuff. But in another way that it does work is that, as Dwayne was saying this isn't a very character-driven movie. There isn't much characterization. A lot of the stuff in regards to character development that is in the movie isn't necessarily their traits or who they are, but more or less their place in the movie narrative where they fall within the different time loops with time inversion and reverting back. So more or less their place in time and how their events affect the more or less bigger picture and story of things like Kenneth Branagh's character through the flashback scene, which I won't talk about, obviously, if you guys don't want me to talk about spoilers, but that scene in particular purely sets out his character's purpose throughout the film and what he is there for, more or less. So in that case, I think right. it works enough, not being able to hear all the dialogue. It is very narrative-driven. I'll say that this, I mean, the sound mixing in this was miles above Interstellar for me. I went in expecting oh, yeah. that level. Uh, and this this was much easier to comprehend the dialogue than it was in Interstellar for me personally. I think the only time I had, I... like, actual real trouble, like, understanding was the very beginning with um, Denzel yeah, say that. with oh, the, the mask. Gas mask. Not Denzel, John yeah. David Washington with the mask. Sorry. And then there, mm, there's another scene of between glass but you're not supposed to understand what they're saying right. oh yeah well they show of... both sides of it too that's yeah. the thing uh they like yeah. you can't understand what's going on on one side but then um like a few minutes later they actually yeah. like go inside that room and you hear vice versa right Can we... so yeah i would agree the only time i had i had trouble with dialogue was when they had any type of mask on there's times where in the movie where they have the full face mask on and then they'll have like the little like oxygen masks on to walk around and stuff like that in the parallel world and those were the time where i was like when i was like i can't really understand what they're saying so when i i i know times when i buy the movie on blu-ray that i'm probably gonna have it on 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 the captions on i mean that's how i watch movies at home anyway um, and stuff mm -hmm. like especially on streaming services netflix is the goat when it comes to captions thank you netflix Pretty, really appreciate it <laughs> but uh yeah so i yeah um that was probably the only time i really had trouble with the with the sound i just um i want to touch on a couple of things um i so i really really like john david washington in this movie there's something about his the way he 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 says his lines and the way he just comes off as a character like listen like there's a moment in the like the first shot of him in that like the, the first shot you see of him in the movie he's like in a van and i'm like dude that's a fucking action star right there that is a movie the star. way he sells all right the there. action too it's he's like so great yeah it's even like he's the so good character moments between him and cat played by uh what is it, elizabeth to is it 
Um, yeah, yeah. What is it? Just the way he comes across and just his, the way that he presents himself is very charismatic and charming the entire runtime. He's so cool. Yeah, that's how I felt. <laughs> he's so suave. That's what I was saying. Yeah. His, his swagger. I, I felt this in Black Klansman a lot. And I was like, um, I was so I was so happy to see that he was going to be involved in this movie because I still remember like going back to the casting stuff from last year and whatnot, and hearing that he was going to be in a part of like Christopher Nolan's ambitious like action epic movie. I was like, dude, that's going to be crazy, and he was he delivered on all on like in all like um, levels in this movie because he was just really really good, and I really liked to I really wanted to see him in more stuff um, and whatnot. So I really enjoyed his performance uh everyone else was fine to me like i there wasn't like performances in the movie that i was like, like that i was like oh listen i though okay here's my thing with robert pattinson i i'm keep watching this batman trailer that's the only thing i want from him right oh, now is God. the batman <laughs> I, I thought he was oh, wait wait you're telling me you do, more of him. you're telling me you yeah, don't want more of him sparkling and saying i'm a vampire <laughs> I, no, I know, I know, absolutely not. But yeah, that's I, I like. I thought, if, like I said, I didn't dislike a performance. I, also, my my other favorite performance, honestly, is Aaron Taylor Johnson. Oh my god, yeah. I like him so much. When I first saw him and I saw like the beard, I was like, I was like, is that Aaron Taylor Johnson? Yeah. And then in other shots, yeah. I, was like, I was like, no, that's not him. <laughs> And then yeah, that's what I did. And they when finally like, showed him was... like talk, like uh, talking in front of like a whiteboard, and I was like, "Oh, that's Aaron Taylor Johnson." <laughs> so that okay. So when he showed up at first, I was like, "Hmm." And then what? I honestly, I, I took out my phone and I went on the cast. I was like, "Who is that?" And then it was him. I was like, "Oh, great! Look, he's awesome." They, put him in more movies, please. What's going on here? That one guy um, I don't remember so from I, that Godzilla movie. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I liked him a lot. Um, I thought I, I love Robert Pattinson. I'm not one of those who who like only know one performance from him. But I, I thought he was. I thought him and Elizabeth and Kenneth were all fine. I thought they were like, all right, you know, they they're they're like they're, him and um, John David Washington. I thought they had so much chemistry, and like every time they talked to each other, I'd be like, I just want more. Yeah, I don't disagree. Like I don't disagree. I just thought they were. I just, I just really and when they're doing I, action I just, scenes together, like when they both had those, yeah. like vests on, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I just like, wish he would I think I, I more. Think, That's all I wanted. Yeah, I I think the problem with not problem, but I think what happened is that I was just so invested in uh, um, John David Washington as an actor that I really just did not vibe with anybody else because he was like the his performance. Anytime he was talking to somebody. When he was doing action scenes with somebody, I'm like, he's just he he makes every scene. So I didn't really see anybody else besides him for the most part in the movie. And like, it's just I'm, I'm I'm watching him. I'm like, the way he's running is cool. His fighting is different and cool. Is this James Bond with John David Washington? Because I would not <laughs> mind that at all. I just thought he was like really, 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 really good. His char- like his charisma in the movie was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, as far as um other stuff that i feel with the movie um okay anyone who's on twitter right now talking about how could you not understand tenet bro i just i know i i know in a few months there's gonna be like tweets when the blu-ray comes out about oh honestly tenet is about the the sophistication of one of one time and the introversion like i know it's gonna be ridiculous all these theories of people who think that they understand the movie off of one viewing 
is not. Other one no, viewing, it's, it's weird when people are like, I understood all of it. <laughs> My theory saying, is that this is like... actually a Doctor Who setup. <laughs> <laughs> and that the time inversion machine uh, is a early version of the TARDIS. So true. Yeah, so there was like. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, movie about 9/11. Oh my god! I, what you said? Remember when we all thought the movie was about 9/11? Twitter convinced us. <laughs> oh my god! I did not see that. I'm glad no, I, I didn't. didn't see that oh my god! There I was like, I didn't see that either. You like, running around, here, girl. Oh my! <laughs> that, um, Whoa! That it was about them like preventing 9/11. Hannah like be running through some weird circles on Twitter. No, I swear to God, it was huge. Like, look at up, literally just look up ten at nine eleven. There's like tons of tweets. Dwayne, you saw it, right? Now. I didn't. You Sorry. didn't? What look the look hell? Nobody, nobody saw it. <laughs> I did it. That's why. I listen, saw, I'm thinking like, about it now. Videos about I, it, like, not all I'm, I'm I thinking about it now. But actually, I knew before nine eleven. If I look up ten at nine, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Thinking about it now, honestly, I wouldn't mind that plot. That'd be kind of cool. Sequel, but know. go ahead, Larry. This, this, the problem, the big problem with Tenet is talking about like the confusion. All of Christopher Nolan's movies, or most of them, and Dunkirk doesn't, but the other ones all have kind of like a little bit of confusion to them. Or you know, the Dark Knight trilogy also doesn't. But he he likes to twist and turn and do crazy stuff. But even a movie like Interstellar, which I'm not a big fan of either. Um, I appreciate the way that that or Inception, those are the two I think in my head are most similar to Tenet, um, is that they, they, are, they do have their confusing moments and they deal with these trippy ideas. But even as you're watching it, you're able to understand the physics and understand the idea and concept behind it. Whereas Tenet... It unfolds in a way in which it's, uh, this is why I don't think people truly did. It, it unfolds in a way in which it's pretty much impossible to to do that. Um, you get unveilings at the end that have you retroactively go back, which is cool. I mean, that's that's a, I think that's a great way of storytelling. But it just seems strange. Uh, it just is laid out in such a strange way to kind of manipulatively, deceive or try to make it seem so confusing when it it didn't need to be like inception didn't do that you knew the rules you knew we're going dreams within dreams within dreams interstellar you knew time passes crazy until the end and this film just didn't set it up in that way and my other problem is with the characters both of those films also really connect you to the characters and they don't spend a whole lot of time on Cobb or on matthew mcconaughey's uh, my that one is way different because it's a lot about personal connection but they don't spend a lot of time in a lot of nolan films on the characters but you're able to identify and grow close to them in that amount of time whereas this one uh, like i had kind of told hannah earlier john david washington's character is basically like a stand-in ghost like and it's by design but it also keeps you from making any connection with him mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. I, to me, at least, I like because me, I'm not a huge like action film person. The characters felt like any other like characters in any action film to come out, like like purely action film to come out, like the last decade. And like most of those like films, like write off like the actor's charisma for you to like adhere, like um, ad adhere. I don't think that's the right word, but like connect with them in some way. And that's exactly what this movie did. And I was like, John David Washington and Robert Pattinson's and. Elizabeth Debicki, Elizabeth Debicki, too. Like, all of them just, like, being, like, 
great actors and having like charisma and like I don't know yeah just that was enough for me at least yeah that's probably why I didn't focus too much on that because they were all they at least John David Washington made me just not care about what his character was just what what he was pretty much doing I also want to commend once again Nolan nothing was CGI so that so that means that if nothing was CGI you're telling me John David Washington was doing pull-ups on some fucking ladder that was like 20 feet above of uh, ground? See, they like, probably the, had like wires. Yeah. What you say? They say probably had wires and a harness attached and they just mastered out in post. Oh, I was hoping that he just did it by himself. That would have been awesome. Well, he did a lot. He did a lot. Uh, <laughs> he actually drove a car backwards and made it flip from the roof back up onto its wheels. John David Washington can just make bullets fly up into his hand. Exactly. Awesome. He actually has the force. You said there were videos, you know? Yeah, yeah. There's like a whole bunch of videos that are posted of John David Washington um, training and like doing like the choreography. Oh, wasn't that in like the, the only one the I watched was that was one. posted a few weeks back? Yeah, I didn't watch any of those. The only one that I seen was from Twitter because everyone was reposting it. The one where he's doing like the little training room thing mm-hmm. that was dope. Other at the as far as any other behind the scenes, because I movie like movies like this, I don't want to watch anything going into it. Like I'm probably not going to watch another Batman trailer when that comes out. I mean, when when those start coming out again, TV spots trailers, I don't need anything else from those movies. Like because I just want to be surprised by whatever happens. So I was really surprised when the third act was going on because I was not expecting what they do in the third act but they do show a lot of the third act in that final trailer so i'm glad i didn't watch it and then i went into that with an open kind of open kind of mind so um does anyone have any last words to say about uh tenet we can't really the touch score. touch up on uh, on mo- oh it's amazing ludwig the score, is, score in- is incredible and it has like that inverted like sound to it as well it always feels mm-hmm. like it's going backwards which i think is a really cool touch. agreed yeah yeah, it, it felt so fresh. He's winning his second Oscar too. for it. If he doesn't, he I will is. throw I'll things. riot. I'm, not, I'm yeah. telling you, those Academy voters vote weird. If they got a headache in there, they might take it out on all hey, the sound. Suicide the Squad got nominated and won for Best Makeup. If that can be nominated <laughs> and win for Best Makeup, this will be nominated and win at I the mean, Academy Awards. Not unless, like... Hans Zimmer like comes out with like Dune score and it just fucking blows everything that we've ever heard out of the water. He just walks but in. And you like, didn't get the te- you didn't get the teaser, Hannah, did you? You didn't get the teaser, right? I didn't get the teaser, but I watched it online. So, dude, it was like nine, on, it was online. like sixty Hang seconds. On, I don't think it's online. The Dune teaser probably on like on like. But the the Dune teaser's score was it's gonna be like a that's gonna be the fight for the Oscar. Um, mm-hmm. Hans Zimmer and it did uh, sound good from the little bit I heard. Look at Hans Zimmer yeah, doing really different, good. huh? It was really good. Like it was like, and especially because seeing it in IMAX, like yeah. everything is like expanded more. So I'm like, dude, the, all of this sounds good. And I'm deaf in one ear, but listen, thank God for this right ear because everything sounded great. <laughs> also, though, I'd like to see. I know he's worked with other writers before. But I think I would really like to see Christopher Nolan work with a female writer uh, on his mm-hmm. next film because I really would like mm-hmm. to see him work females into his films just better in general. Um, and this film, it really kind of came to the forefront. We had three women who talked more than a line. <laughs> and one of them was a scientist. Then we had, I, I don't want to say what she does because it's kind of a cool little twist in the film. Is that this Prior, played by Dimple Kapa- uh, Kapadia? 
Yes. Okay. Uh, and she was awesome. She was actually my fave of the females. And then we have Elizabeth Dubicki, who I really had problems with her story. <laughs> like, a lot of problems. I liked what I they think, did with her character. Uh, her character was fully defined by being an abused mother. Like, being an abused woman and a mother, that was her entire motivation. That was her entire character and her entire story. And it just, I don't know, it really bothered me several times throughout the film. Plus, I think i think that um kenneth Branagh was quite the mustache twirling cartoon yes villain. No, i agree, agree, really, agree, agree. really car- <laughs> like the his entire motivation is so cartoony that i was like what i okay. loved kenneth Branagh's performance just because it reminded it me of good. like 90s I loved it so much. villains a lot of the time like I, he <sighs> chews the scenery like that one dinner scene where he's like how do you want to die? So I'm just like, good. holy shit, this is awesome. And But then there are the few scenes in the movie where he's just screaming at the top of his lungs. And I'm like, you are going full mustache, mustache twirling villain <laughs> right now. All you need right now is no, a no, big no. leather chair, a little kitten, and to start patting it and telling it right away. <laughs> And didn't know how to like decipher the two characters. Well, I hope actually, if he gets this hype in Death on a Nile, I'll be happy because I feel that movie's gonna need some of this. Hello, especially for writing off the back of like Gal Gadot and like Army Hammer. Murder on the Orient Express was really dull and quite. I loved Murder on the Orient Express, but I've been a massive fan of like the original films, like the seventies and the eighties. Very dull. So I'm like, Kenneth, give it to me if you're that if this is the energy you're gonna bring to that film i'm all about it <laughs> kenneth is my favorite poirot that we've ever had and i've watched the tv show i've watched all the movies that have been um what is it adapted from agatha christie's novels and everything he's my favorite poirot today because he actually brings like a charm and comedy to it as well right uh, so um wait, i will I, I, I will the dune teaser though i haven't seen Did it. You see it oh we haven't seen it I haven't well, seen I, it. I, well, before the film. You had it before the film. I didn't have it before the film, but I got sent a link of like somebody like <laughs> filming it in the theater. Hannah, can you please send no, it to me? It. Hannah. Yeah, yeah, I will send it to you. Why is Hannah always so messy on here? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> oh, you gotta watch that in theaters. It's like it doesn't hit on that on a link. I'm sorry, like the theater. No, I when I watched theater. the link, I was having the time of my life. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think what I will, I do, I do agree real quick with uh, with Larry as far as uh, Kenneth Branagh. He did feel like, but okay, so I will agree that that dinner scene with him and John David Washington was cool. Everything else with him, I was like, uh, no. Uh, Elizabeth Debicki, I don't know how you cast her with that kind of presence. And just make her do what she there's literally a scene spoilers kind of there's literally a scene where she's being dragged and she's like hovering over this guy i know she could just beat him up what's going on here so i didn't like what they did with her either i like her a lot but they didn't really do much the only person i really liked in this movie like a hundred percent without a without a doubt was john david watch what about michael kane Oh my gosh. Oh, oh, I mean, he might as well have not even been in. <laughs> he's like, Hello. Point, my he's name just is like Michael a cameo Payne. person. I'm single scene just to give an exposition dump. He, he got to he got to sit down though, so we're all thankful. <laughs> we're all thankful to see it. <laughs> we're thankful to see Michael Caine <laughs> sitting. Nolan calls up Michael Caine <laughs> and is like, hey, you want to do that cameo for me today? <laughs> I need I need a intelligent sounding British man. You want to come on in for me today? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um 
All right, I guess that is our... Technically beautiful. Um, I think that's what we all agree on. Te- every technical oh, box it checks, cinematography, visuals, score are all stunning. Is that right? I would agree. That I, I think agree. we all have differing opinions on. Right. <laughs> um, and I recommend it. Recommend watching it on the biggest yes. screen as possible if you can. Sorry for sorry to Alyssa. God, that sucks. Um, or, but our California peeps. <laughs> oh, I know that I had to travel and whatnot. But um, I guess that is our review for uh, Tenet, everyone. I, I want to try to watch it again for the week over the weekend. Um, but it's a packed weekend, so we will see. Um, but yeah, so if you have any uh, thoughts on the movie, please make sure you send us it. Uh, Hannah and I will be back uh, later on today for the live show to take some of your responses to the movie. I actually got quite a few text messages about the movie which i'm excited to talk about with hannah later on for the live show so that is it everyone uh we'll go on the call get everyone's social media i'll start with larry let everyone know where they can follow you you can find me on twitter as well as instagram and youtube all at lc screen talk all right uh and let's go to hannah at movies and cats on twitter Fantastic. Um, and lastly, our special guest, let's go to Patrick. Let everyone know where they can follow you. You all can follow me at Patrick Burrow on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and also on the YouTube platform. Just my name, Patrick Burrow. I do movie reviews, trailer reactions, ending explains, which I just posted my ending explained for Tenet, actually. And I also do live video game live streams and gameplays as well, challenging myself with some of the scariest games out there. So, yeah. All right. Well, thanks again for coming on uh, today's show uh, slash review. And everyone, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. And you can follow the Cinemania World page on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. And as far as our schedule, uh, today we have Cinemania Live. Tomorrow we will see because uh, I don't. There's not, not not much crazy news for the week. So, uh, but Thursday, Hannah and I will be back. Friday we have our Mulan review. Uh, so that should be interesting. And then we'll have probably this weekend a review for Antebellum. Not hearing good things at all. Uh, so we will see you with that. Um, and that is it, everyone. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. That was Hannah. And that was Patrick. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.